Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pac-Man Podcast, Patriotic American Citizen. I'm Ted Flint, your host. It is good to be along with you as always. It's going to be a short podcast. I have a lot going on here. I don't know if my voice is going to hold out. I, I smoked a cigar earlier today and I'm having a little trouble with it, but there's so much happening. I got to I got to get a few things uh, off my chest and out into the airwaves. So you folks, uh, maybe you've heard about some of this, maybe you haven't, but the president, <laughs> Joe Biden, uh, will be addressing Congress, his first congressional address. It's kind of like his State of the Union. He hasn't done a State of the Union yet, and this is his, I guess, uh, version of it, and uh, it's going to be televised, and there's going to be no designated survivor. Now, there's been a designated survivor in case of a national catastrophe, say the Say the uh, say Congress is blown up tonight. God forbid, uh, the president, vice president, their cabinet, and uh, all of Congress is killed in an attack. There is a designated survivor named, and if God forbid, if some national catastrophe were to happen, Janet Yellen, the Fed chairman, would become the president of the United States. Did you know that? I didn't know that until today. There was a great TV uh, series that ran three years starring Kiefer Sutherland called Designated Survivor. And that happened in the show. First episode of season one, he's, uh, Sutherland is uh, character Kirkland, is watching the uh, State of the Union address on TV. And all of a sudden, his TV goes blank. He loses the picture entirely. And he lived, I think, a block or two from the White House. And he looked out his window and he saw that the Capitol was on fire. It had been attacked by, by terrorists. So the entire government was destroyed and killed, and he became president. It was a good series. It wasn't 24, but it was pretty good. And Sutherland was, was great in it. So Janet Yellen is the, uh, will, would be the POTUS, God forbid, if a disaster like that were to happen. But speaking of disasters, I mean, Joe Biden's first few months in office has been a disaster in every way, shape, or form. He's destroying the country. And I, it's, it almost seems as though he's attempting to. On every level, he's every move he makes is the wrong one. It seems, it, you know, from where I sit, and I'm a conservative, fiscal conservative, social conservative, right down the line A to Z. But I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. I think uh, I think there's been enough said on that. We'll come back to it. I mean, it's it's a <laughs> continuing theme. Our rights, our liberties, are under attack continually. And I named the show. Pac-Man, patriotic American citizen, because I don't think there's ever been a time when we need more patriots to defend the nation, because we're the last line of, def of defense against tyranny. It's individual American citizens. We have a right to keep and bear arms. We have to be informed. We have to keep our government, keep the government on its toes. They work for us. We don't work for them. We don't need to be afraid of the government, but they've wielded so much power and it's been unchecked, especially during this pandemic. Now, this is what I want to talk about primarily for this, this podcast. It's going to be a short one. There's a piece written in townhall.com by Betsy McCoy. Great piece. She's got a healthcare background. She's very knowledgeable. And she's pointed out what a lot of us have suspected, and a lot of us, frankly, have known for some time. The CDC has been recommending these draconian restrictions on our daily lives to combat COVID. At least that's what we've been told. Now, I'm not going to call it a pandemic. Some people believe the whole thing was part of this reset to, uh, you know, it's, I, it's a show in and of itself. I could spend an hour talking about it. But the CDC made light, and some of these federal bureaucrats made light of all the hardships that we've had to endure for a year plus, 14, 15 months, whatever it's been. 
their decisions they made with the evidence they 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 used to justify these these lockdowns uh the restrictions were based on flimsy science or no science or guesswork so she writes mccoy that last week mit researchers showed that the cdc's six foot social distancing rule has no basis in science if you are indoors your risk is the same whether an infected person is uh, three feet away from you six feet away or even 60 feet away if you're indoors you're at risk so everybody's in the grocery store and i'm doing the same thing you're in line you're six feet in my case i'm usually at least four feet away but it's a joke and the joke's on you and the joke's on me so McCoy writes, in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, the MIT researchers explained that an infected person emits the virus in an aerosol that can waft across indoor space, traveling 60 feet or more. The six-foot rule, restaurants have been abiding by it, churches, schools, gyms, retailers. It offers no protection. I'm not saying you go out to Walmart and tell the guy in front of you, look, don't bother wearing a mask. Don't bother staying six feet from me. You're not going to be safe. It doesn't matter whether you're wearing a mask or how much time you spend in the space. If you're indoors and an infected person is around you and he's sneezing and emitting aerosols, then you're, you're in some risk. You're in some trouble, possibly. Anyway, Sunday, White House Health, uh, I don't know what to call this guy. Uh, some are calling him Anthony uh, Falsi. Fauci pulled the veil off another CDC guideline wearing a mask outdoors. Now, I, people are doing this. I go to my daughter's soccer matches. People are, everybody's got a mask on. Even they're, they're playing soccer in masks. They make the kids play soccer wearing a mask. It's insanity. So even Fauci, who's been all over the place on this, he said the risk of contracting COVID outdoors is really, really quite low. How low? Well, it's almost impossible. And scientists have known this for months. Outdoor air evidently disperses the aerosol. And McCoy writes that you'd have to be talking nose to nose with an infected person to catch COVID outdoors. So Tuesday of this week, the president announced the CDC is eliminating outdoor masking for people who are vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. And I don't think I'm going to be vaccinated, at least not in the near term. I'm not going to say never because you never say never. But the truth is droplets emitted when people sneeze or cough. And, you know, with no knowledge about COVID, the CDC applied the same rules that they did about the flu. When somebody with a flu coughs or, you know, sneezes, the droplets land on the floor. They fall right away to the floor or a surface within six feet. Usually that was the origin. That's how the six-foot rule got started. But it was all guesswork. The head of the Food and Drug Administration, the former head, Scott Gottlieb, says the CDC should disclose when their uncertain outdoor masking is ridiculous in almost all circumstances. When the pandemic hit in February of 2020, scientists suspected the virus was transmitted on surfaces. Remember, you had to wipe down the surfaces. You get groceries, you wipe down your grocery uh, bags and maybe all the contents in, you know, your food and everything because you didn't want to take any chances. By June of last year, super spreader events showed that COVID-19 differed from the flu, but they didn't know that then. Or maybe they, they were, again, it was all guesswork. So they made us jump through hoops in the name of public safety. 
COVID can be spread on surfaces and through droplets like the flu, but it floats across indoor spaces. And it hangs in the air longer than, than flu droplets do. But once it's outdoors, if you're outdoors and somebody's infected, the, the, uh, according to McCoy's piece here, the, uh, the droplets dissipate. They're blown away. That's when the CDC should have reconsidered this six-foot rule nonsense about outdoor masking. But Americans to this day, and I know people personally, they got vaccinated. They had both shots of the Moderna or the Pfizer, and you know, some people have had the one shot, the J&J, and they're still wearing masks. It, I guess it makes other people feel better or feel as though they're protected. Anyway, back to McCoy's piece here. At the Double Tree in Syracuse, hundreds of banquet department jobs depend on hosting big weddings. That's not possible because New York State is still requiring tables be six feet apart in keeping with CDC guidance, you see. And the six-foot rule has been the biggest barrier to getting kids back in school full-time. In March, the CDC revised the guidelines, but only for elementary schools. So this week, many New York schools have begun to return to class full-time. Not our school out here in Cambridge. We're still on a remote learning part-time, you know, two days on. There's a day for cleaning, two days off. You, they learn from home three days of the week. But the six-foot rule is still being applied in middle and high schools, which limits capacity, obviously. Dr. Marty Mackery from John Hopkins University faults the CDC's counter-science track record of being late and wrong, and even less scientific then the six-foot rule is the agency's guidance for the fully vaccinated. The agency tells them to continue to wear masks, maintain your physical distance, practice other prevention measures when visiting with unvaccinated people. But that, and I've talked about this, I think, that eliminates a major incentive for getting people to take their shots. It's going to slow the recovery. Now, this piece here, Betsy McCoy is urging people to get vaccinated. I'm not doing that. I'm not urging you to get vaccinated or not. It's not my place. Infections among the vaccinated do occur, but they're, they're rare. And the, the seriousness of the illness is even rarer. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, I've heard a lot of negative stuff about Moderna, but they reduce the risk of developing COVID by anywhere from 90 to 95% compared with being unvaccinated. And McCoy writes here, U.S. data show the risk of getting infected after the vaccines, after you get both shots, is 0.008%. So, I mean, she's urging people to get vaccinated so we can get back to normal. Eventually, enough people are going to have exposed to the virus, will have had the virus, uh, and, we'll have, and some of those people will have built up antibodies. And then the rest of these people who've been vaccinated, that's, I think about half of New York has been vaccinated. You're going to eventually going to have herd immunity. Anyway, I just want to bring that to your attention. There is uh, That's all I really wanted to, to, to mention tonight. Again, uh, the president's going to address the nation, I think, at 8 p.m. I'll be uh, watching and, or listening, and uh, that's what I got to do. That's my job. Anyway, we're back, to, we're back to full time in the assembly beginning Monday. So I think COVID must be, uh, again, in the rearview mirror, almost, if state workers are beginning to return full time because they take no chances at the state. In the Capitol, state workers are not big risk takers. So you can bet if they're back full time, if all of us are going back to the office full time, I think the worst of, of this whole pandemic is behind us. But again, stay safe, but more importantly, stay free. And uh, if you're thinking of doing a podcast like this one, it's easy. 
it's not difficult. You have a voice. You have some uh, ideas that you want to share. You, you get a, a podcast together. You have the right equipment. It's it's really easy to do. Maybe you've been thinking about it, but you're not sure how to get started. Buzzsprout, hands down the easiest and best way to launch a podcast. Buzzsprout will get your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a lot more. So why not join over 100,000 uh, podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world? All you have to do is follow the link in this show's notes and get started today. Plus, if you sign up for a paid plan, they will give you, Buzzsprout will give you a $20 Amazon gift card. Again, follow the link in this show's notes so that Buzzsprout knows that I, the Pac-Man, patriotic American citizen, sent you. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to launch a podcast. If you want to listen to this one again, if you want to check out all the fine podcasts we have for you on the BMG Network, go to the bmgnetwork.com and check out this one, the Ken Burns Show, the Ken and Mike Show. Uh, Miked Up with Mike Hansen and Set Apart with Kristen Coons. All those shows, and we have some columns up there for you to read and uh, tell your friends about it. The bmgnetwork.com. If you want to get in touch with me personally, you can do that by uh, emailing me at pacman at the bmgnetwork.com. Pacman, again, all lowercase at the BMG Network. And until next time, take care of yourselves and uh, again, stay free. And if the good Lord wills it, we will talk to you soon. The Pac-Man Podcast was produced and edited in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of the Pac-Man Podcast, go to the bmgnetwork.com or go to the BMG Network on Facebook. And be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Pac-Man Podcast with Ted Flint.